This week in the Gospel of Mark, a demon proclaims that Jesus is the Holy One of God. And then Jesus tells that demon to be silent. You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. Mark's Gospel starts off at a breakneck pace. Now, Luke and Matthew both take a little time to deal with the genealogy of Christ, and John's Gospel has an epic prologue, but Mark gets right to business. Now, by the 21st verse of the first chapter, Jesus has been baptized, he's been tempted in the desert by the devil for 40 days, and he's already called his disciples. We catch up with him this week in chapter 1, verse 21 through 28. In this passage, Jesus goes to the synagogue and he teaches, and the people marvel because he teaches with authority. Now, to understand that, you have to know a little bit about Judaism at the time. Now, unlike our modern time where getting a PhD requires that you add something new to the body academic, the teachers of Jesus' age were not encouraged to come up with their own take on the Torah. No, the goal was to teach exactly as you had been taught. But then Jesus teaches, not as one who's just repeating what he's memorized. He teaches like he has authority, as if he can speak on the law and prophets and draw from them things that other people had missed or misinterpreted. And of course, well, that makes sense to us. I mean, Jesus is the word. He's the truth. So literally every time he preaches on the scripture, he's sharing of himself. And that's something we need to take to heart. I mean, every time we encounter the scripture, we meet him. We encounter Jesus, who is the word, who is the truth. He reveals himself in the scripture and profoundly in the gospels where we have the record of his life and teaching. We need to listen and submit our lives to his teaching and to his authority. And in him, we should seek to know him, the truth, more. So, you know, what happens next in the synagogue is a bit startling to our modern sensibilities. A demon-possessed man cries out from the assembly. And sadly, that may strike you as a bit fanciful. I mean, come on. Demonic possession isn't something polite Christians talk about nowadays. It's best to avoid such things in polite company, if you know what I'm saying. It's a tragedy that this mindset so firmly taken hold in some corners of Christianity. Because the devil and demons are still very real and very active. And we'd be wise to remember that and pay close attention to how Jesus handles this situation. The demon cries out from the man, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Okay, did you catch that? There's only one person in Mark's gospel up to this point, apart from God the Father, who's actually recognized Jesus for who he is. I mean, this demon is specific. It doesn't say that Jesus is a holy one of God. No, it says that he is the holy one of God. It knows who Jesus is, and it's not keeping it a secret. Now, immediately, Jesus commands the demon to be silent, and he commands it to come out of the man. Now, see, there's a question there. Why does he tell the demon to be silent? I mean, why not let it tell everyone who he is? I mean, at this point... All the demon has said is truth, right? I mean, it seems like letting it go on might have answered some of the crowd's questions about why Jesus could teach with such authority. But Jesus has no patience for that. He commands the fallen angel to be silent. See, there's an important truth there that the early church fathers knew, and it seems like modern Christians have forgotten. Don't listen to evil, even when it speaks the truth. Now, why do I think modern Christians have forgotten this? Okay, how many times do we come across movies that are vile and profane in multiple ways, but which contemporary viewers are so quick to explain have great morals? 
I mean, how often do we allow music into our homes? It's vulgar and demeaning of the human person, but we allow it because we feel obliged to let the spirit of the time have sway, as if to say, this is okay because it's true to this moment. We allow books and cartoons that glorify witchcraft, and we tell ourselves what wonderful morals they teach. Jesus has no time for that. Don't listen to demons, even when they speak the truth. Why? Because it teaches you to trust demons. We should remember that. Don't invite evil to form your conscience or that of your children because that teaches them evil can be trusted and it cannot. So what are my takeaways from this week's gospel? Don't listen to evil, even when it tries to teach the truth. Don't look to media that glorifies evil, vulgar, profane, and demonic things to impart truth. Don't waste your time sifting through all of that garbage to find truth. Turn instead to the one who has authority, the one who is the truth. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.